Blog Talk Radio. This is Barbara Calvano, and welcome to Let's Ask the Angels on Mondays, most Mondays. So please be sure to follow me or check um, the updates. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Blog Talk Radio on the Internet. So you can listen to me live or on replay at your convenience. And again, my name is Barbara Calvano. I have a practice where I'm a certified angel card reader, fairyologist, Flower, flower therapist, and uh, assertiveness coach, mostly by Doreen Virtue, Robert Reeves, and Radley Valentine. And you can find out more about me at my website or even here at the Blog Talk page. And I have um, an in-person practice here in the New York City area or online. I do readings and consultations via Skype, phone, FaceTime, etc., so please, if you're interested in a personal reading with me or uh, life coaching, you know, contact me there. So we've had an interesting weekend. It has not been pleasant, but uh, interesting. I, I uh, scheduled this show Saturday, and this is what I was guided to talk about. And I was also guided to use a deck that I've never used before um, that's been created by James Van Prague, who is a well-known medium. And so in just beginning to um, address the situation that happened in Orlando, it is um, very clear that the messages for this week, you know, each week I do the upcoming weekly angel messages, are very much in sync with, with what's happening in the world. And I hope that this show today can just provide some guidance for you to create some openings for some peace and freedom. And that's really my, the purpose of my show And um, if time permits, I'll be giving angel card readings, many readings at the end of the show. And if not, feel free to contact me at Facebook, B. Calvano Coaching, uh, private message me, a very uh, short question, one question, and I'll give you a mini reading. I prefer to do it by audio. So if you send me your email, I will um, send you an audio reading. And that's like a two to two to three-minute reading. So we're just going to see how it goes today. This is quite, um, it was quite a weekend. Uh, Last week I worked, I'm an actor also, and I worked at the Tony Awards show at uh, the Beacon Theater. And so the whole week we were preparing with beautiful song and dance and play and all the art, artistic creations, all of us working together Uh, I'm working on production as a rehearsal actor and just to create this beautiful show of acknowledging Broadway and all the uh, genius and the love and the passion that goes into creating these pieces of of love and information. And um, then we had the news about the Orlando incident and we were able to... um, create a message to include everything. And that's one of the great things about the arts. The arts embrace all people, all backgrounds, and also the depth of human emotion. And it's an incredible way to communicate feelings and thoughts and messages to people to assist people. You know, I really believe the arts is probably one of the most powerful ways to um, open people's hearts to guide them, to awaken them. And um, so that is that. 
I'm guided to go ahead and to do a short prayer. Let's just do a short prayer. If you want to just take a breath in and breathe out, I'm going to just, I'm guided to do a prayer for the healing. For those of you who are listening, for those who were affected, those who were departed this past weekend, and not just Orlando, Florida, all over the world. So, dear Archangel Michael, please be with us at this time. Please be with us with your incredible, magnificent courage, confidence, and strength. And let people know that this work of connecting with you and all the angels and ascended masters is for all people, all people of all backgrounds, all people of all spiritual paths. If you're guided to all connect further with those who you connect with, do that now. But Archangel Michael, please, with your beautiful white sword, please now cut away all of our fear, any connections we may have of worrying and anxiety, mistrust, anger between us and others. And those connections that may have been brought upon us, consciously or unconsciously, we ask that you now please sever and cut all cords of attachment of any lower energies that may be affecting us, our health, our mental well-being, so that we can be present to the complete infinite possibility of the universe, which is present in every moment, but clouded by fear and anxiety and stress. We ask you now to please sever and cut all these cords of attachment. And we ask Archangel Raphael with his beautiful emerald healing green light to pour that energy into those severed cords, bringing that beautiful healing light into our body, every cells of our body, so that we are filled with complete, complete healing. And we ask now also to bring in Jesus and his golden Christ energy to fill our space, completely fill us with that completely powerful golden light so that we are reminded that we are made in the image and the energy of God and the angels. And we can remember to stay steadfast and know that everything will be all right, that everything is all right. We are the beacons of light, and we bring this light to the world, to our families, to our workplaces, to wherever we, we walk. We ask Mother Mary, with her incredible aquamarine cloak, to wrap us in that beautiful energy so that we are comforted, protected. In the work that we do, the communications that we give, we are protected and safe. We thank you, angels, and we ask that you remind us with signs and messages to call on you more often. That we can live in this world where all things happen good and bad, that we can call upon you to help relieve the stress and anxiety so we can see clearly and communicate clearly to further the good of living on planet Earth. And we thank you for your assistance. And so it is. So thank you for that. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and um, just share with you what has come up for me as I was guided to prepare for this show today. And um, before I go into the weekly angel messages. So the first card will be, and I'm going to talk about it briefly now, is fear. And when I saw that card on Saturday, I think in all the years that I've been doing angel card readings, I, there is no card that says fear. And wonderful that James Van Prague put it on a card. And it was brought up, yes, that there would be fear. In the middle of beginning of this week, fear among people, fearful things happening. And I'm guided to talk about something that um, was shown to me years ago. And it was shown as a picture. And the picture is of a child asking his parents, how can we fix the world? How can we, how can I fix the world with everything that goes on, everything that's bad that goes on? How can I help fix the world with everything that's happening? 
between shootings and killings and starvation and war and um, horrible things happening in any vein between abuse and even corruption. How can I fix the world? This is a small child asking his father. And the father replies, he has a, or actually, (laughs) I think the father, anyway, so he's asking the father, and and he had a picture of um, the world, basically. I may be telling this a little wrong, but you'll get the gist of it. And um, so the question is, how do I fix the world? How do I fix the world with everything that's going on? And I know that we've had that question as a child or even today as an adult, 10, 20, 30, 40 years later. How can I help? And the answer basically is there's a picture of the world, and then he, like, basically tears it up in little pieces. Yeah, so you have a picture of the world, and he breaks it up in little pieces. But when he puts it together, he has to put this together. And when you put it back together as a puzzle and tape it together, he turned it over. And what we saw was a picture of the child. So what does that mean? It looks like the world could be falling apart, not falling apart, but things going wrong. Why are these things happening? And things are going to happen. They're going to continue to happen. Probably not. There'll be a time where it's going to be less, but things happen. It's part of human nature. But how do we address it and how do we make the change? Because change will come and it's coming slowly. Is that you turn it over and you see a picture of the child, a picture of us, one person. So the answer is, When you want to put the world back together, what you really want to do first, how do you fix the world? Is you put yourself back together. You fix yourself. You address those things that you can, like in the serenity prayer. God, grant me the um, serenity to accept things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can. So being able to have the courage, get the courage, muster the courage to change the things you can about yourself. So we are a reflection of the world. So how does that connect to killings happening in Orlando? Our anger, our fear, Our love is the containment of our energy in our body. When we can shift that to love, we shift our family, our home, our workplace, everything else. You're either in love or you're hate, love or fear. So I'm not saying that we're directly responsible to what happened there, but let's take a look. If there's anything in our lives where we hold in our heart that we have fear or anger about judgment about people, whether they're gay, lesbian, transgender, rich. Some people hate rich people. You know, they have this attitude that rich people are bad, or corrupt, um, anything. Where do you harbor anger? And how to fix the world? Because you're only going to be able to experience the world from yourself, right? You don't see the world through anything other than your own personal lens, your, your mind, your heart. So if your mind and heart say that this, these people are bad, this person is no good, this person betrayed me, so I'm going to harbor hate, and whenever I have to work with them, I'm going to snub, snub them and create a little rancor. You know, you're, you and I are walking around as energy machines wherever we go. So one of the things about working with the angels and divine masters, ascended masters, is that you can shift your energy. You and I can shift our energy. And if we know that there's a particular relationship, a particular area in our life where we are harboring resentment and anger, that's where we do the house cleaning. There's no way around it. There's just no way around it. And so when something happens in the world, like in Orlando, it brings up fear. 
we may not be gay or lesbian, but we may be affiliated or know people that are, or we may be having judgment about that, or we may be aware of guns and violence, or we may, you know, it, it kind of like catapults, and it's a domino effect. Something happens, we have a reaction to it, right? And if you already have fear in your body from something that you're holding on to, an attitude or judgment, it's like a fire, a tiny fire that gets lit by another fire. Can you see? The thing we can do is find ways. I call it just so that you can fires, work on your own little fires, get therapy if you need it, see a counselor if you need to, join a 12-step program if you need to, so you can diminish your own fires so that when an incident happens in the world, you don't automatically have like PSTD. People have like post-traumatic stress syndrome. Something happens over there, and it reminds your brain, your ego, a similar feeling of unsafety. You could have a memory of being hit as a child when something else horrible happens on the other part of the world. So the best thing we can do to fix the world is to fix ourselves, transform ourselves. Take a weekend course that someone's been suggesting to you, like the Landmark Forum or Tony Robbins. Do something that really starts to clean out your baggage. Because even if you do your ascension light work and all that, unless you really face your earthly baggage, like no kidding, it doesn't matter if you can see orbs, if you can transcend and see and bring in all these spirits and all that. It's not going to make any difference if you walk around being hurt you know, easily reacting to things that are happening to you. Because how, how are you going to know that this is happening? You're, you're getting sick often. You have low energy. Because it takes a lot of energy to be angry. It takes a lot of energy to be in fear. Now, this is not easy. Top, topic of the show is spiritual growth lessons, living a life of awareness and peace. Living a spiritual life, choosing that you are on a spiritual path is not easy, but it's really worth it. And it could seem easier to walk an unspiritual path. So what does that mean? Being unconscious, choosing to be unaware. But there's consequences. And the number one thing is unhappiness and lack of health. And I don't know anyone here listening who enjoys being sick or having an illness or having their body slowly deteriorate. I don't know anyone who does it unless they've given up. And when I say given up, they've already basically chosen quietly, secretly, that they don't want to live anymore. I'm not saying that they're suicidal, but they're just so resigned and so depressed that they're just basically walking like a walking dead going through life. And how do you know that's happening? You're not making it. You're not taking any actions. You're complaining about the same thing week after week, month after month, year after year. And you're sharing this with others. At nauseum. <laughs> you know, at nauseum. So spiritual growth lessons are happening all the time. Whatever's happening in your life, in my world right now, this is a spiritual growth lesson. What's happening in Orlando and Oregon with the political election, with your health, with your career, your abundance, your relationships, these are spiritual growth lessons. And I'm really so clear. The angels are telling me, take a look at what you need to communicate. Bring in Archangel Gabriel, the messenger angel, to help you to find the right words. Because you are not so loud from the angels. You can do this. I'm ascended and I'm living in the fifth, sixth, seventh, ninth dimension. And I see orbs and I see all this stuff. But are you here in your body right now? Are you here right now? Are you here? You know, are you here present to the great love of their family, your heart? What's going on right now in the world? Not, you know, yeah, not the other. It's very easy for people who are on the spiritual path to escape, to be constantly more interested in living in other dimensions versus right here. 
you know, facing the 3D hard reality, but finding, the, you know, we can emerge to fifth dimension, which is basically living from your heart, living from love. And it takes a lot of work to get there. It's not just like, oh, you know, I see the purple light, so therefore I'm, you know, I'm in the fifth dimension. You'll know if you're in the fifth dimension if you don't react. You don't react. Or if you react, you easily go back to peace. Because we're, we're human, in the human body, we're always going to have human emotions and our ego, but we're just, we glide gracefully. You live with grace and ease. So the little boy is basically getting the message that in order to fix the world, you first fix yourself. And this is not like, all right, I'm going to sign up for 30, 40 years of therapy and work on the same issue of that blaming my mother and my dad because they did this to me or they didn't give this to me. They didn't love me enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, if you're experiencing a lot of anxiety and stress, especially with your spiritual career or your life purpose, a high probability that your life purpose is so big, your commitment to seeing peace on earth, that everyone is happy and has food and clean water, is you have a huge life purpose. And when you have a huge life purpose that everyone be treated Everyone be treated equally with love and compassion. The gay, the lesbian, the transgender, the Asian, the, the Mexican, the Latino, the black. Everyone's treated with love and respect. You know, you're walking the path like an ascended master, like Jesus, like Buddha. And you know what happens, you know, to people or even Martin Luther King, John F. Kennedy. You know what happens to people when they want to spread the word of, you know, positivity, respect, equality. They get attacked. But there are more and more and more and more people, more light workers today. How many shows that you could find today right here on Blog Talk Radio or anywhere on the Internet talking about angels, ascended masters, uh, love, compassion? The new wave is coming in. It is coming in. But we still need to really take a look at where do we want to find our power and the power within you, right there, right with you, with you, with your bank account, with so much money in it or not, (laughs) with you, with your health issues or not, with you, with your relationship or not. I mean, it's right you. Tag, you're it. So if you're listening today, I say that you are ready And to be freer and more at peace, call upon Archangel Michael on a daily basis to cut your cords and clear you and vacuum you in your environment, lower energies. It takes rigor. It takes being conscious. It takes kind of like, it's a discipline to have, to live a life of spirituality. It takes a lot of discipline. But after a while, it becomes natural. It became natural to be, to be someone who was fearful, judgmental, victim-like, blaming. That became a habit. So we can easily change the habit by wanting it. You really, really want to have, you got to want it. And by wanting it, it begins. You have to have that heartfelt desire to have grace and ease. And part of that is, yes, having enough money to pay your rent and buy your supplements, healthy supplements and organic foods and living in the house that you love. There's plenty for everyone. Do not let anyone, let your ego tell you that you cannot have because others, you know, that you only need a little and that you can suffer and struggle and live like a martyr. You know, that is not living a spiritual path. Walking a spiritual path is tapping into infinite abundance that all your needs are met and more so that you can give back and you can give back in in the charities and organizations that you really care about. It's about being powerful in the full energy and light of the archangels, of Mary and Jesus. You know, that's what it is. It's not about walking about meekly and suffering and saying, oh, I'm a good person because I... You know, I suffer. That is very, very old school. <laughs> not it at all. That, that's very, that's such lower energy. So that is part of the topic 
of today, living the life of awareness and peace, the peace is going to come if you tell the truth. What is awareness? Awareness is being able to tell the truth. Are you acting like a real pain in the butt with people? Are you holding on to being pissed off and yet wanting, you know, to grow your spiritual-based business? You know, are you, you know, where, where are your lives? So I'm going to go ahead into the weekly reading because it talks about this. And again, I'm using this card deck by James Van Prague called Soul Journey. The first time that I, um, I was guided, boom, right to go to it. And there's really no pictures of angels, but there's like energy patterns, colors. So if you look at the cards at my website or here on the blog talk page, whatever you, else you pick up, that's for you. That's developing your connection to the divine. What is in your awareness? Your awareness is everything reflected back into the, your life. So if you want to know what you're aware of, take a look at what you have. What's in your environment? What's in your life? You know, when I was aware of only abusive, lying men in my life, that's what I had. That's what my awareness had. Until I became aware that there were trusting men wonderful life partners. That's when I found my husband 27 years ago. I just celebrated my wedding anniversary. Your awareness, when it expands, it allows more for you. So what? So it would behoove us to say, how do I expand my awareness, right? And that's one of the things that we can do. Work with the angels, work with me, work with someone else, you know, work with a counselor, work with a, with a life coach, Get an angel card reading. Find out what is your blueprint of awareness. Where am I stopped? Where am I blocked? Why is this happening to me over and over again? And a lot of it is because of our where we put our awareness. And the first card and message for the beginning of the week is fear. Like I said, when I saw that, I, it was like, whoa. But I trust, I've always trusted what the angels want me to talk about. And here on the card it says, I realize that I'm testing my resolve to live in the energy of love. I realize that I'm testing my resolve to live in the energy of love. So whenever we have fear, there's something unknown or something from the past that reminds us of what's going on right now where we were hurt. Basically, we were hurt. When something like this happens in Orlando, the first thing we think of is, Fear of being hurt. Fear of our loved ones being hurt. Killed. You could be thousands and thousands of miles away, but have the same experience of fear. Right? And then the fear about guns and the fear, will this ever change, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, domino effect. So the outcome of all choices in life is determined by two emotions, fear or love. You cannot be in both at the same time. So if you have fear and anger, and I'm going to put fear and anger together right here, because often the first thing that happens to people when they're afraid is they get angry. Have you noticed? Get fearful. And instead of being objective and saying, okay, what is happening? What is my reaction in my body and my mind to this situation? The quickest reaction to something fearful is anger. Because when you're angry, your whole body is filled with cortisol. You're filled with artificial energy. I mean, it's in your body, and you feel strong. It's so artificial, but you feel something because, God forbid, you feel vulnerable. God forbid you let yourself feel fear. Actually let yourself feel the fear. It disappears. It disappears because once you feel it, it's gone. But most of us will have a situation happen, and we react with anger. So there you are. Your whole body is flooded with adrenaline, and you feel pumped. Why? You feel like you're, you're ready to attack back. Now, what is this really doing to your body, especially if you carry a way of being, of being angry and fearful for years and years and years? You get sick, you get colds, you get, it affects your immune system, you get diseases. It's your body bombarding all this energy. 
in your body that's so stressful as opposed to love. It's not easy to transform this way of being, but it is definitely doable. I did it. You can do it. So so the thing is, if you're fearful and angry in one area of your life and you don't address it, it affects your whole being. You carry this everywhere you go. You carry this everywhere you go. And I had had something happen to me as a little child. I didn't discover it till much later in my life. I didn't know that this horrible thing that had happened to me as a young girl was totally tainting how much I trusted life. So got to do the work. You want to be on a spiritual path, these spiritual growth lessons, everything that we have in our own, you know, our own box, our own self, it's all part of our unique, beautiful journey. And Becoming aware, allowing ourselves to be aware, allowing someone, someone help us to be aware, brings us peace. So your soul is made up of the energy of love and fear. And it, fear is an earthly manifestation of a challenge. To embrace and wallow in fear is to go against your very being. Fear, in all its many guises, is the obstacle that your soul uses to test its tenacity to stay on track. So we think that by being angry and fearful, having that strong emotion that we're in control. We feel like we're in control of something. But can you see how it's all like it's wacky? We're not present. And this is not easy. I could do a whole year of shows on this topic. It's not easy. But this is part of it. So when fear rears its ugly head, it is really an opportunity for you to stare at it in the eye and turn that doubt into trust. View it as a teacher what lesson are you learning from these fearful emotions? That's the question. You know, what lesson are you learning from these fearful emotions? The more you use the energy of love to diffuse these fearful situations, the lesson often will present itself to you. So it takes rigor, you know, instead of just looking at something on the news and just getting all hooked and all amped by your fear and anger, you know, and having your caffeine or your lot of sugar just to, like, squash your feelings of vulnerability. It takes a moment to, just to say, I feel vulnerable. I feel uh, at, at loss of what can I do. But you don't even have to have the answer. Just be in the experience, and the answer will come to you. Now, what I had heard is that this gentleman who did this awful killing, and then he was killed himself, he was upset that he saw two gays kissing. And for some people, that could really bring up a lot of stuff. Or seeing a black and a white kiss. Or, you know, someone uh, just insulting you. You know, it's the same. Take a look at your body. How does it feel? You know, how does it get all, you know, amped up in anger? So basically, the beginning of the week, take a look at how do you react with fear? Then ask yourself, what is it that fear is trying to teach me right now? And the angels are saying, you can have a breakthrough right now. You can have a shift in how you see fear right now. They're, they are with you. Ask the angels to support you with that. And you can have mastery in a way that you never experienced. What I'm saying is that fear does not have to become something that causes you, you to lose sleep get angry, get disoriented, you can actually have an opportunity to have a breakthrough in how you experience fear. So that's what it means by testing your resolve and the energy of love. And I'm just being part of that angel's message for you right now. And then for the middle of the week, we have the message guilt. Interesting. You know, many people feel guilty that First, let me read what's on the card. I release any beliefs that no longer assist in my soul's growth. I release any beliefs that no longer assist in my soul's growth. So part of that could be an attachment to being fearful all the time. From the first card. Guilt can also be having grown up in a dysfunctional family where nobody was happy, either parent. And for you to 
even desire to be happy seems like you feel guilty. Some of us have this dysfunctional energy about thinking it's, it's not right that I should be happy if my mother was always depressed. It's not right that I should really enjoy being peaceful when everyone I know is so unhappy. I, you know, I can tolerate a certain amount of uncomfortability, you know, it makes me a martyr. It makes me a good person that I can take on the pain and let you know, I don't have to be that happy. You know, it's all right. I have, I have just enough. That's the ego talking. Each and every one of us have, has the possibility to be, to be magnificently, magnanimously, completely filled with abundance of happiness and joy and peace with infinite possibilities because we are made in the image of the universe. Who made us? Whether, you know, this can address your own personal belief about where you came from. But one thing we can be sure is that we're made from the stars. You know, looking at our cells and our bodies under a huge microscope, a powerful microscope, we would see the same thing. We would see protons and neutrons and electrons as just movement of energy, movement of energy. Where you and I came from is movement of energy and divine intervention of a spirit and a soul. But we are made in the image of the magnificent, and we have the capacity to have it all. It's often said that the angels will say to us at the, at the end of our lives, or even when we've crossed over, why didn't you ask for more? Why did you ask for so little? And we can do that life review right now. Why are you asking for so little? Or if you are asking and you're still complaining, why aren't you trusting that the answers have been given and take the actions you need to take with faith? Take the messages that you've been receiving and walk with faith and trust that your needs are met. But instead, many of us as humans with our ego will stay trapped in suffering and misery, even in a first world country like the United States. Often, you know, there's more suffering here. You know, it's a different type of suffering. It's a psychological suffering versus other third world countries where they just don't have water or food. And they're starving every day. We're starving for clarity and awareness because we get stuck in our psychological prison about the world. We don't even see that we have made our own bars and our own walls. And so the guilt, like, why should I be happy if they're starving in Africa? Or why should I be happy if, you know, why should I want more? That's your ego talking. Your heart and your spirit wants more, more opportunities so you can give back. We're the ones, tag, we're it in the first world countries to help the other parts of the world. We're it. So guilt is not so pleasant. You know, the energy of fear has many guises to complicate your path to loving yourself. Guilt is the most devious because it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. It is self-imposed emotion that pretends to be instructive and enlightening. Guilt can help us grow when we realize that our actions have been hurtful to others. Now, we have to be aware on the spiritual path of growth and, and tell the truth. It's part of the 12 magnificent uh, lessons of the 12-step programs is being able to be rigorously honest about our character defects. You know, one of the things I had to do and continually have to do is, is is to admit when I have been wrong and to communicate it to the person. And that's one of the reasons why I know I'm married to and have a wonderful marriage for 27 years and continues that I've learned to be rigorously honest. There are times when I'm wrong. Many times I'm wrong. And to be able to address and confront when someone else has wronged you. It's not about what, trying to walk around in, in, in a package of not, no confrontation. To live in the world where nothing bad happens to me emotionally. No. To live a life on a spiritual path. The growth lessons are raw. You're going to feel life in technicolor, beautiful rainbow colors. You're going to feel life. It's going to feel raw. And if it's not, you're probably not living a life of awareness and peace. 
life, you feel life. Life is expanding, contracting. And sometimes you feel hurt. Sometimes you feel angry and all these different emotions. But then if you allow them, then you move gracefully back into the other emotion of lightness and peace and joy. But it's when we hold on, we get into trouble. And the guilt, that's a real one. So however this word resonates for you, what, what comes up for you when you see the word guilt? And the message being, I release any beliefs that no longer assist in my goals, soul's growth. So if you need to make amends, amends means you need to say sorry. You need to have a conversation. You can do this. You can write down all the people you know you have hurt, you have anger with on a piece of paper. You don't have to spend years doing this. You can take a few minutes. And with the full moon coming up on Monday, this coming Monday, not today, coming Monday, it's a great time to release and let go of all these resentments. And if you feel guided, you can call the person or email the person, contact the person. But you don't have to. But you want a very powerful, empowered spiritual path and growth. Start having conversations. Use your throat chakra and your solar plexus. Start having conversations. And you'll find that many people that you think that would respond with a conversation with you, People who are your colleagues, don't be surprised if they don't want to. They may also be stuck in their fear. They may just move on. They may ignore being vulnerable with you. It's happened to me. It's happened to others. So life is not perfect. It's this wonderful, you know, composite of uh, ups and downs, ins and ins and outs, colorful, changing, transforming. But at the core of it all, we are a powerful spiritual light. But we can't see it if we're stuck in guilt and in fear. So we need to make amends. And after we do so, though, it's time to learn from the behavior, our behavior, and move on. The problem arises when we hold on to the guilty feeling that no longer serves us other than promoting self-destructiveness and low self-esteem. See, no one's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. And to live a life to think that, oh, if this person loved me, they would stay with me forever and be my volunteer. You know, if this person loved me, they would not say this to me. You know, people make mistakes. And if you live in a false illusion, or illusion is an illusion, same thing as false, you're going to be miserable. Bad news. Bad news. You're going to be really miserable. Everyone makes mistakes. Guilt is not always rational, but if you examine it subjectively, act on it and release it. It becomes a temporary emotion. Long-held guilty feelings are never good and will create a roadblock to self-love and happiness. You must continually scan your current emotions for any guilty feelings and bring them to the surface for analysis. So this is work. You know, walking this spiritual path is hard work. But after a while, it becomes fun because, you know, the, for the work you do, you have openings. You do have openings. And what are openings? You tap back into that infinite energy. You feel great. You feel energy. You're energized. Healthy guilt is the warning that action should be taken. Irrational guilt needs to be released. Healthy guilt is the warning that an action should be guilt taken. Irrational guilt needs to be released. So this is work that you'll do on your own. But for the middle of the week, guilt comes up. And then for the end of the week, happiness. So interesting how we segue. We go from fear, guilt. The outcome is happiness. Happiness right now. Not when you have the big house or the, the perfect husband or wife or the, you're at the perfect weight with the perfect job, happiness right now, if you can release that which no longer serves you right now. Um, let me see what I have from here also. And then the beautiful card from James Van Prague's deck, which I'm using this week, has dolphins. The dolphins just swimming in circles, swimming in circles. And you can even do that visualization if you have a moment where you just need to increase your sense of connection to happiness. See dolphins just swimming, swimming in circular patterns, or in, in the, the symbol of the in, infinity, eight. 
see them swimming below you, above you, around you. I often do this at the end of yoga when I'm laying there in Shavasana. I bring in the dolphins. And you can just have them moving. And what are they doing? They're connecting you to infinite wisdom, infinite energy. They're also bringing you messages. And these messages could be quiet. You may not hear them, but know that you're being downloaded with connection. That's the message. You're being downloaded, connecting to the infinite arena of love. So before incarnating, your soul created a blueprint for you to follow in this physical dimension. The easiest way to chart this path is to follow your bliss. Life is full of choices and opportunities. And like in the beginning, if you're stuck in fear and guilt, you're not going to see these choices and opportunities. Spirit in its infinite wisdom has given you the emotion of happiness to guide you. So if you're not happy in an area of your life, then that's pretty much a message for you. To have awareness, bring awareness to it, and then take the actions that you've been guided to take. The signposts are always there, but you have to acknowledge them and have the courage to follow them. Key word, you have to acknowledge them and then have the courage to follow them. Now, as you see this card, you know, look at the beautiful image of the dolphins. Do you feel that you're living a life of happiness? In what areas of your life is it lacking? It may be time to be truthful with your soul self. Listen to its language, intuit if there is someone or scenario holding you back from experiencing complete happiness. So we're not blaming someone or scenario. We're just intuiting. We're looking to see if there's a situation that we know is not allowing us to experience happiness. Are we in a relationship where we're not being totally honest all the time? We're not communicating 100%. It may be a great relationship, but we're not happy in it because we're not telling the truth, all of it, the good and the bad. Communication is not just about saying what's good. It's about saying what you need. It's about saying you know, your requests for boundaries, your request, your, the need for clarity, be mindful of how happiness will affect every aspect of your life on your path. Even though it may be painful to admit, you need to be completely truthful. This is walking. This is a spiritual growth lesson. Being able to be completely truthful. Also intuit if there's someone in your life who needs to be brought to the attention of happiness. Now, this is not about if someone asks for support, that's one thing. We don't necessarily always want to walk around and just start dishing out our spiritual ideas and things. That's kind of like uh, weird, right? But there may be someone we know who's close to us that could actually use some support about happiness. And it could be uh, checking with someone. I said this before. I had a friend who I was jogging with once in Central Park and years ago, and she stopped me and said, do you know, Barbara, that everything that comes out of your mouth is worry? It's all tainted with worry. And I didn't know that. You know, we can be so much in a habit and not realize that we're constantly saying, oh, you know, I'm not sure about this because, you know, this could happen. And it becomes like our, our, our shirt or our jacket. We just talk a certain way. So becoming spiritually aware, living a life of awareness to acquire peace, start looking at what are you saying? What do you keep saying to yourself and to other people? That is a, a secret. That is like, I think it's a gem. It's your diamond to open your doors, to transform your life. You really change your speaking. Catch yourself. Are you, are you ordaining? Are you declaring a life of woe and misery and suffering? Right? Or are you saying the opposite? You know, and you don't even have to say the opposite. So if I were jogging and just experiencing the beautiful trees in Central Park and inhaling the air and experiencing how healthy my body feels as my legs are moving and the oxygen is pumping, you know, through my lungs and just being, just being in peace. Now, that's going to attract a very different outcome than wording why my life sucks or what I'm so afraid of, thinking that I'm kind of eliciting and bringing in something, but it's 
very different if you say, this is what I'm afraid of, friend, counselor, coach. What is it that I could do? Can you support me in making the next move to taking the next step? What is it that I'm not seeing? What, what is my blind spot so that I could be happier? So this is a conversation that not everyone's going to have. You know, living a life, walking a spiritual path is for everyone, but not everyone chooses it. So when you are filled with love and compassion, not only do you bring happiness into your life, but you lead others by example. Be the light. I remember when I, before I got married and I was dating and having horrible relationships with men, I, I, there was a couple, a friend that I, two friends I knew from college, and they had a really great relationship. And I always wondered how they did that. How did they find each other? And I know I'm not alone in having had that question. How do they find each other? I just keep finding horrible losers. Little did I know I was mirroring that, that which I was feeling I attracted. I didn't know that, but I sure had to take responsibility. I'm part of the problem. And when I got to do that, I started saying, okay, so I'd like something different. I no longer want that. I would like this. And that kind of magically shows up. So this is also part of working with the angels. The angels are here to support us in having clarity, having courage, having the motivation to take the steps to do the work on planet Earth. They're here, 100,000 angels are with us at any given moment to support us in that. I see that I have gone almost all the way to the end, and I'm going to also just go ahead and um, share with you. If you would like a reading that I didn't give to you today, feel free to contact me at my website, B. Calvano Coaching. Message me with a short question, one question for a mini reading. If you give me your email address, I will create a short audio for you. And this is also, you can contact me at Facebook at the B. Calvano Coaching. Private message me, and I'll give you a short mini reading. All right? And if you want a longer reading, I do charge um, for that fair exchange of energy and you go to services at my website if you want a half hour, 15 minute or one hour session with me. All right, so I just saw the time. But I'm just guided to talk today and I'm just going to do that. A different type of show. No, I had to work with someone that I was used to close close to and then we had a, a falling out. And to be perfectly honest, it was really, really exhausting and uncomfortable. And I used my spiritual techniques. I just used them. And I was able to transform a situation that was not comfortable. And spiritual growth lessons. Growth means expansion, change, transformation. It's not going to be always easy. But if you're committed to your own personal peace and happiness, I applaud you. The angels applaud you. And they will support you. All right? They're going to totally support you. Life gets better. You are filled with more light. If you choose it, you have to choose it. A few weeks ago, just a couple of weeks ago, I really had this huge awareness and opening that many people will go to their grave really unhappy. Many people will have lived their life and breathe their last breath and feel in their heart that they didn't really experience love and they didn't feel that it was worth it. Let's get very raw and real, all right? Not everyone will choose that they can reach for happiness, be present to happiness and have it. It is true grace to be in the inquiry to be able to ask the question, what else can I do, angels? What is in my way and blocking me to be happy, to bring happiness to the world? And then take the action. It is true grace to get to that point. And you can ask for that also. So it takes work. It just doesn't land on our head, kerplunk. In this lifetime, if you do want to achieve that enlightenment, to have the awareness, to live a life of grace and ease, to experience happiness consistently, more consistently than before, it takes a choice. 
And it's not a lazy choice. It's a choice like I am walking across the street. I see the go sign, green sign. I am walking across the street. Take the action. It's an active role. Spiritual growth is, is an active, you know, it's active. It is not just sitting and meditating. And meditation is phenomenal. But after you've meditated and you've cleared your mind and you've connected to the divine and you listen and you get that idea or inspiration been given to you, uniquely to you, and then it's up to you and I to ask for support from earth angels, people that are around you, or the archangels or God, you know, Buddha, Allah, Jesus, Mary, whoever, Kuan Yin, whoever you connect to, the trees, nature. But it's us about being physically into action with our messages that we've received. So that is pretty much my uh, show today. Again, I extended this offer to you. I don't do it all the time because it does take uh, time out of my schedule. I may not get back to you right away with your messages. Uh, give me 48 hours, you know, to get back to you. And I do appreciate you listening. I thank you so much. If you feel guided, if you have any comments or questions or requests about other uh, types of shows and subjects, uh, please contact me at bcalvanocoaching.com. I wish you all the very, very best. And stay in the grace of love. Honor your feelings. Don't indulge in them, but honor them. You're a beautiful, blessed human being living a life in a physical body, a divine light, and it's not always easy. And there are going to be times when things are happening that are not, uh, you may not understand, but the best thing to do is to uh, not mask it with alcohol or drugs or any substance. Don't, you don't have to numb yourself. And if you need help, reach out. If you find yourself, um, yes, reach out. You'll know to the extent where you're at in your life, if it's time to get professional help or to get some you know, periodic help with someone, but we're not here to do this thing alone. We are here together, and we are here as a community to transform the world, to share with one another, and to lift up one another. This is not about, um, this is not about mine and yours. And angels are lastly saying, there are times to walk away from people, pray from, for them from a distance, but if people are also um, throwing you their negativity, consciously or con- unconsciously, it really is a time to move on and to know that you and your life and your energy and time are very precious and you can serve more people when you're not um, constantly being um, drained by people who really don't want your help, they just want your energy. So have a blessed week. I will see you next Monday. Uh, If there are are any changes, I'll put them up here on the Blog Talk radio page. I love you, and thank you for listening. Namaste.